This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, January 11th. A bit of a contrast in today's weather forecast. Throughout the day, it will be sunny and warm with a high of 70. Tonight, clouds will move in, bringing rain and the possibility of a thunderstorm, with the low dropping to around 30. There is the possibility of hail and damaging winds with the storms tonight. Here are today's headlines. ERCOT, the electrical grid operator for most of Texas, issued a weather watch for early next week when sub-freezing temperatures are expected to last multiple days throughout the state. The watch is scheduled to last Monday through Wednesday and was issued due to extreme cold weather across the ERCOT region, higher electrical demand, and the potential for lower reserves. ERCOT emphasized that grid conditions are expected to be normal, though, and it has not called for energy conservation. The first time the agency issued a weather watch was in June, and multiple others followed throughout the summer as the state experienced record-breaking triple-digit heat. ERCOT CEO Pablo Vegas said in a statement at the time that grid conditions are normal when a weather watch is issued. The National Weather Service has said next week's weather conditions in Dallas-Fort Worth will be hazardously cold with many areas possibly dropping below 10 degrees Monday night into Tuesday morning. A man federal prosecutors believe was one of the largest suppliers of deadly blue fentanyl pills that led to a rash of overdoses and killed Carrollton Farmers Branch High School students was sentenced on Wednesday to 15 years in federal prison. Like the other dealers already sentenced, 23-year-old Jason Javier Villanueva was not long out of high school when he used his Instagram account as an online drug marketplace. A prosecutor noted that Villanueva continued selling the fentanyl pills even after news of the fatal overdoses created a wave of panic, sorrow, and alarm across North Texas schools and communities. Villanueva was one of three young men who pleaded guilty and were sentenced to prison Wednesday morning in a federal courthouse in Dallas. The lead investigator and a DEA task force agent told the judge Villanueva supplied at least 250,000 of the small M30 pills he knew were laced with deadly fentanyl. Up next, the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo announced Wednesday afternoon that the annual All-Western Parade will go on at 11 a.m. Saturday as planned. However, the parade will follow a modified route because of street closures in downtown Fort Worth, resulting from Monday's explosion at the Sandman Signature Hotel. Officials are still investigating the cause of the explosion at 810 South Houston Street that injured 21 people. The parade will begin as usual at Main and Weatherford Streets, south of the Tarrant County Courthouse, the stock show announcement said. 
Fort Worth Stock Show Communications Director Matt Brockman said in a statement Tuesday that stock show officials hoped to move ahead with the parade despite the explosion. This year's stock show is scheduled to run from Friday through February 3rd at the Will Rogers Memorial Center and Dickey's Arena. And for the second time in as many months, several dozen protesters packed the Dallas City Council chambers and demanded the governing body pass a resolution supporting a ceasefire in Gaza. Chants of Free, Free Palestine and Ceasefire Now rang out as people walked out of the council chambers late Wednesday morning at the end of the public comment portion of the meeting and downstairs on their way out of City Hall. As they walked out of the chambers, they passed a sandwich board listing parts of the Texas Penal Code and Dallas City Council meeting rules that banned people from interrupting the proceedings. Supporters of a possible resolution have been calling on the Dallas City Council since the fall to show similar support to Palestinians as it did when approving a resolution in October supporting Israel amid its war with militant group Hamas. San Francisco on Tuesday joined several other cities like Atlanta, Detroit, and Oakland in approving ceasefire resolutions. A similar resolution in Dallas, like in other cities, would be largely symbolic and have no legal authority. But local supporters say they believe it is a necessary gesture for the city to publicly recognize Palestinian children and other vulnerable civilians in Gaza being harmed and killed in the conflict. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.